Hello, it's a new episode of the Lot of Philosopher with Mrs. Podcast, and today we're going to talk about my favorite thing on the planet Earth. We are going to talk about Gen Z. I'm so glad to have you here today. Welcome! Well, first of all, I'm so sorry. I know, don't yell at me. I missed two weeks for our episode, I'm, and I'm so incredibly sorry. I promise not to do it ever again, but I just had to do that. I was just so messed up. I tried to set a record and I couldn't. I just couldn't put my ideas, my thoughts, my knowledge in words. It was so chaotic and messy and I hated it, but hopefully I'm here today. And I'm so grateful for having you here today. It means a lot to me. So our topic today is Gen Z because I feel like it is the most iconic topic for today's list. So Gen Z is people born in the late 90s and early 2010s or what do you call it like um 1996 and 2010 yeah like it is a gap of gen z by the way so in that time gen z is young adults like that early 20s mid-20s and teenagers so like for me, Gen Z is very special topic because I am part of Gen Z, yet I'm so privileged to be part of Gen Z. I love Gen Z wholeheartedly because I feel like we are really special. I can't really see any next generations. I can't do that. I feel like we are the most iconic one. We have those many different things that is only our sex like Gen Z said. It is so special. I love it. I love having Gen Z around me. I love talk with Gen Z. I love head out with Gen Z because we are like really in the same, I would say, place. We like actually can understand ourselves. We are really special in that way. So like, I love Gen Z. I love us. I love them. Anyway. But in that episode, I will have to talk with you about what I feel like to be Gen Z in 21st century. And I will talk with you about stereotypes about Gen Z. Because I feel like it is the best way how to like talk about it. I want to like let you know that those stereotypes are really odd. But some of them are really true. So like, let's talk today about Gen Z in general. We are going to talk about pros and cons of Gen Z. We are going to talk about why we, we are so special. I literally feel like all my audience, it is Gen Z. So like, I believe that would be really relatable to you because like adults, like that older generations, they're like, actually, they say that Gen Z are really weirdos. And we are not. We are just special, okay? So, let's get a story. I found this on Google and it says characteristics of generation that. So, first of all, it says that we are monodroid and ambitious. And you know what? I feel like it is the truth because we have that passion, we have that desire to be rich, to be millionaires, billionaires, be Theos, have our own businesses, be super rich, have like 10 apartments, um, have like 10 Porsches, be like super extremely, incredibly rich people. And I can really say that it is a bad thing about us. 
I feel like having the passion to be rich and to be successful and live our best life, it is not a bad thing because for us, I feel like our parents, they didn't have that a lot of passion to be rich. They just had that, you know, like that idea of living better life, not the best life, but better life. And on the other hand, I feel like Gen Z, we have that actual ambition to live our best life, to have all the best, to be the best. Sometimes it might be also detriment for our mental health because we might forget how to be kids or teenagers because we want to be successful in the age of like 14 or, or 15 or whatever. And it might not be actually good for our mental health and physical health sometimes as well because we want to be that adult-like. And I can say it is mostly for any any teenager in the world, like not only Gen Zs, but I feel like we specifically have that idea of being super rich in really young age because we have the bloggers, influencers, artists, actors, like as a teenager or young adults, and we want to be like them. We want to be that successful, that rich, that super cool in the media. So, like, we have that ambitiousness. Ambitiousness? Is that a word? I'm sorry, English isn't my first language. I feel like I'm saying it all the time, but English feels like my actually first language. I love English, but ambitiousness. Is it a word? I'm not sure. Anyway, so, like, we actually are real ambitious. And sometimes it might be very damaging for us. As I said, we might forget how to be kids how to be teenagers, we started work really early. Like I work for a year now, I have my own business. And like, it is insane, like I was 14. It it is normal nowadays, like many of my friends, many of my acquaintances have some like startups, businesses, jobs, any possible stuff in the world, but it is not really healthy, you know what I mean? Like we are, Teenagers, we have to live our life, but we have to be like we have that idea of being rich, and we like can give up on that. So like we start to be really successful really early, and sometimes it causes some overachievement syndrome or other mental disease or whatever. So like yeah, it is good because we will have that good life later. Our hard work will pay off, for sure. But sometimes, yeah, like, I can't really say that it is our best characteristics. Even though it is nice. Even though it's fine. And I'm so proud of our hard work in nature. Of our ambitious nature. Of our, you know, like, dedicated nature. I feel like we are actually very dedicated to our dreams, our goals. We want to be successful and we will be successful. I feel like Gen Z are going to be like the most successful people in the world, like in 10 years, for instance. So yeah. Number two, it is that they love to travel, that Gen Z love to travel. I feel like it is our generational trauma, okay? I don't know why, but many of my friends and, and I and like my brother and like many people I know, like part of Gen Z, we haven't had that enough of travels trip in childhood. So like maybe in that like in that way, 
Gen Z heal our our childhood trauma or whatever. Like, yeah, but I know that many people, like rich people or like mid-class people, they actually hide many trials and trips in a young age. So like, I don't know, like maybe it is our, our thing because I asked my parents many times if I can go travel on my own alone. And they were like, Marta, are you crazy? Like you're a teenager, just sit down and wait like a few years, okay? But I'm like, I don't want to wait. I want to travel right now. I want to see the world. I want to like visit some places, islands, countries, cities, whatever it might be. And like, and they don't have that passion to travels. And I'm like, is it me or or like my parents or older generations earned that thought of uh, travels or trips or any possible like that entertainments or whatever? I don't know, like. But I feel like I, I'm really passionate about travels. I want to see the world. I want to visit every single country in the world. Yeah, like, but I don't know. I don't know, like, yeah. But I feel like Gen Z have this, like, passion to, to travels. We want to see the world. We want to have worldwide travel. We want to, like, deal with stuff. And yeah, like, I feel like sometimes it might heal our inner child or inner teenager because in the media, we see many, many people, like rich people, mostly they, like, have really good life, they travel, private jet, all those stuff, and I'm like, I wouldn't do that too. But yeah, I don't have that amount of money, that opportunities. And if older, I will do all this stuff as well. I will be rich. As we said earlier, and I will see the world on my private jets, okay? So, like, sometimes it might be our, like, healing way. We want to heal our inner child or other, like, traumas in that uh, travels or trips way. And I can't say it's bad. Like, healing isn't bad at all. Healing is good then, but, yeah, like... Our passion to travel it is so special. And I don't know anyone in a Gen Z who doesn't love to travel or doesn't want to travel. Every person in Gen Z, my friends, my acquaintances, my brother, my cousins, all of them, they want to travel a lot. I want to travel a lot. People on the media want to travel a lot. I feel like Gen Z had this stuff. And it's cool. I feel like we really deserve it. We deserve to see the world. We have to see the world. We have that wide mind and we want to like learn something in our travels. We want to have new experience because we saw that in the media. I feel like Gen Z is like that the most media generation. Like we spend all of our time in the media and we like we know most of the about world from media, not from school. For instance, I know everything about like geography, maps, countries, like some historic people, museums. I don't know, like I don't everything, not from my school or like my geography class. I don't everything like just from media or books I read. I don't like how I learned it, but I actually know the position of every country in the world. That is insane, but I learned it. 
somehow I don't know how and where and and why but I know it so like I feel like we learn our methodism like in the media like Instagram, TikTok, Internet, Pinterest, Twitter, Snapchat, other stuff but yeah like it is not a bad thing for sure but like yeah we have that knowledge of travels for sure some of us has at list of must visit countries or places. I have the two. I have the two. So I can like create that and like tell you which places I want to visit. Like for sure, I need to visit them. They like my top. Yeah, like I want to visit New York. I want to visit Paris. I want to visit like London and other stuff. But I also want to visit Santorini, Como like Dolomites Mountains. It is Italy. Uh, Tuscany, Jordan, Jordan. How do you call this country? I'm not sure. New Zealand, Austria, London Festival, London, London Festival, Switzerland, and, and many other countries. I have that must visit like list. I would have visited like every country in Europe. I would have visited North and South America. Like I, I would have visited the world. I would have seen the world, and I feel like. As a Gen Z, we have that desire like to travel a lot, and it's cool. I feel like we deserve it, and I feel like it is very good way like for our our motivation. Like we want to be rich, so we can like see the world, and so we can like travel, learn something new in a world, like other stuff. It is actually very great motivation for ourselves. So good for us. Number three said that they, Gen Z, are prone to anxiety. I feel like we are actually very concerned about our mental health. We care about it, we know about it, we work on that. As well as, I can't say that this statement is right, because not only Gen Z are prone to anxiety or any mental disease or mental health issues, because I feel like we know it and we like the bar of that, but our parents, our grandparents, our siblings also have it. So like we can say that anxiety or depression is only Gen Z, so no. I feel like we all have that chance to have it, we all are able to have anxiety or depression or any mental issues or any syndrome or any disabilities. It is fine because health, it is kind of really controversial shit. I'm not sure how it works even now. Like, I learned a lot about it. I read books. I listen to podcasts. I had some curses. But I, I don't know, like, how it works. And sometimes we actually can control it. But not always we are that self-conscious and self-aware of that situation. So, like, like... Sometimes we might have that anxiety, that depression, any any possible mental issues. But I also believe that Gen Z is going to be the healthiest generation of all times. We are going to heal ourselves and our kids, even though like big part of us are going to be child-free. But I hope that some of us will have kids and like those kids are not going to be traumatized as we are you actually are so lucky 
if you don't have any childhood traumas. You are so fucking lucky. I'm sorry, I'm just about to say the word fucking what's wrong with me today. I'm sorry. Anyway, so like you are actually lucky because most of us have that childhood trauma. And it might also be not only that childhood trauma, it might be generational trauma. And this is so challenging like to heal. For instance, I like I learned a lot about it and now I can't like as long as you see it, you can't see it. So like I learned all of the you know, topic of childhood trauma. And now I can't see my parents. I can see any adults as adults. I see them as like traumatized kids. And it helps me. It helps me in a way that I was so mad on them. I was so mad on, on my family, on my parents, that they actually traumatized me. But then I'm like, stop, Marta. They are also traumatized. And I'm like, oh my God. They aren't actually that bad, okay? They aren't actually that bad. They just also have that, like, issues, trauma, and it's fine. And I feel like as a Gen Z, we might heal ourselves, our family, our siblings. Because we have, like, this mainstream, I would say. Childhood trauma or any, like, mental health, like, topic are actually so mainstream right out of the media. So, like, we have the resources, the chance to heal ourselves and, and our family. But also, we need a therapy. We are going to need therapy because, like, I feel like everybody needs therapy. Because our life is so heavy. I can say it. We have many stress. We have many anxiety. We have many negative situations in the world, like bullying, like some... I would say racism, sexism, all of this stuff. Like, we have many negative points in that world. Like, our world is negative place. At least right now, because we have many issues. We have many disrespects and all their stuff. So, like, it actually impacts on us. And sometimes it might be deeper than that. Sometimes it might be... Like, it might cause anxiety, depression, some syndromes, and in the world are many syndromes that are connected to mental health or like some physical health sometimes. So like, it is actually insane and it is terrifying how our world works and how fast everything might change in our world and in our life as well. So like, I feel like we are really anxious, yeah. It is true, like I am anxious, all my friends are anxious, my my classmates are anxious, but I feel like I'm healing. I'm healing right now, I have less and less of anxiety because two years ago, my anxiety was like crazy, like, my body shaked. I had many panic attacks like every day. I couldn't eat, I couldn't sleep, I couldn't talk. So like that was crazy, okay? But somehow I helped. Um and hopefully because oh my god, like I shouldn't laugh. I shouldn't be that happy. Yeah, like I'm happy, I'm alive today. I'm alive today, I'm happy today, I can smile, I can be here, I'm not anxious right now.
So life was good, okay? But yeah, like that part of my life was like insane because anxiety makes life and world a terrible place. Really terrible, disgusting place. And that's it. Like I couldn't be happy. I, I didn't smile. I didn't joke. I didn't talk, as I said, because I couldn't. I was so anxious. So like, yeah, we are really anxious. And the worst part of it is that people don't actually understand it. That people sometimes don't actually understand what does anxiety mean or what does trauma mean. Because like, my classmates made fun of me, of my anxiety. They fucking made fun of me. Are you kidding me? And karma is a bitch, okay? Karma showed them how it is because um, last year they got the anxiety. I said nothing because I'm not that low, okay? I'm not that bad person. I didn't say nothing negative and either positive to them. But yeah, like they actually, they made fun of me and they couldn't get how, how pitiful it feels like to live with anxiety because anxiety and mental health issue it is crazy because physical health it is so like popular physical health like so easy in that way it's like not easy okay sometimes like physical health also like how many many like controversial shits but yeah like mental health is much worse and especially in that young age, like I was 12, was that crazy anxiety. It was so terrible. But I feel like, like, I'm not one to judge here. Like, I'm not like fond of statistics, but I also feel like we are one of the most, the loneliest generation so far. Because we actually are really lonely. It is so rare right now like to have a big friends group, to be with many people, like be that so social, how many friends. And I can say that's best, okay? I can say that's best because we choose the best for us. We learn how to be alone. And sometimes loneliness teach us a lot. And I'm so grateful that I learned how to be alone on my own because it is essential and, and priceless skill nowadays because we are not going to be with people all the time. So we have to know how to be alone. It is okay. But but other points, it's sometimes loneliness causes many issues, mental issues. That we have many like traumas, we have that depression or anxiety or, or other stuff. So like we are actually lonely, okay? We lonely because people change a lot. Like my parents couldn't get it like for years. But hopefully I like explain them why Gen Z are so lonely. Because we would rather be lonely than we would negative selfish fake friends okay so like sometimes loneliness is better but sometimes loneliness is damaging and detrimental so like be actually aware of that know that sometimes loneliness isn't a good thing okay 
And being lonely, it sucks, okay? Being alone is good. I love being alone. But being lonely, it is insane. So like, you have to learn that lesson. You have to learn how to be alone and not feel lonely. You have to know that you have people in your life. It might be your family, it might be your sibling, it might be your dog or cat, it might be your friends or classmates or teammates or roommates or whatever it might be. So like, just know that you're not alone. I have it too. Many people have that too in Gen Z. And not only Gen Z, like being lonely, it is pitiful and miserable. But being alone has to feel good. It, it has to be normal and okay for you. You have to know how to be alone and, and enjoy the time. So like learn how to be alone is that way. But our point was that Gen Z are really anxious and it is true. But we are also really self-conscious in that way. We actually know how to deal with those mental issues sometimes because not necessarily we want or we ready or we allow to have therapy. So like sometimes we are not just able to have good quality healing with therapy, but we have to do it on our own. So like we actually really concerned of our mental health and I believe it is nice to know that and like be that self-aware of mental health so that's nice okay that's good for us <laughs> anyway so number four it is they are known to set boundaries again I feel like we have that understand of self-respect of self-estimation we learn how to love ourselves. We know how to be our best selves. We work on ourselves. And of course, we set boundaries. We want to be happy and live in, in the positive environment. So like, we are not supposed to be that people's pleasure. We are not supposed to be like really convenient for people. We have to like feel good being ourselves. So of course, we set boundaries. And adults, like sometimes they are so selfish people call me stubborn but i'm like why are you calling me stubborn if you're actually manipulating me people like adults or parents or grandparents they might manipulate us and call us stubborn selfish i don't know like very bad people but again we learn how to be our ourselves we learn how to be on our own and be like individuals okay so they are going to manipulate us and you how to feel okay about it you have to set boundaries it is fine because that emotional separation from parents or or any people it feels challenging for us but for them it feels more harder even so like you have to see both sides in that case you have to be that emotionally mature person and see the side of your parents or your family or your friends or anyone who you set boundaries with with or how do you say it too boundaries too or boundaries with anyway like 
And you actually understand what I meant. Anyway, you how to actually see both sides and you how to be passionate in that way because set boundaries and be that mature individual, it might be hard because people will manipulate you. People will like say really nasty things about you. That is okay. Like people also are like suffering or struggling because that separation, that boundaries are somehow challenging for like humans. But as a good thing, we have to grow and we can only grow with that boundaries, with that emotional maturity. So like Gen Z, I'm so proud of them. I'm so proud of us. We learn how to set boundaries. We know how to deal with annoying family members. I'm not a bad person, okay? But like, like sometimes at aunties or uncles or parents or grandparents or any, any members of family might be a little bit annoying. They might ask some weird questions. They might comment on our body, on our appearance, on, on our style, on our tumors, on our dreams, on our lives. And it's annoying. So, like, I'm so proud of us. We know how to set boundaries. And it's, like, so cool, okay? I really love it. And I'm so, so incredibly proud of ourselves. Of us. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, I'm so messed up today. I can't speak English today. I'm sorry. Anyway. So, number five. That they means Gen Z are nostalgic. I don't know, like, yeah, we are. For sure we are nostalgic because we can be nostalgic every day. I meant it. Like, we are nostalgic for, like, a lockdown era. We are nostalgic for early 90s or 70s or 80s. And I like, like, I don't know, like, it is controversial, okay? But we actually are known for being that estates, I would say. Aren't we? Yeah, we are, because we have Pinterest. Pinterest, oh my god, how I love Pinterest. Pinterest, that is my favorite app ever. And you can't tell me otherwise. It doesn't matter what you're saying. Pinterest is the best. Pinterest is so good, like... No hate, no bullying, no negativity on Pinterest. Pinterest is only for inspiration. Pinterest is so fine. I love Pinterest wholeheartedly. So like Pinterest, my first choice app, for sure, ever. So like we have Pinterest and maybe thanks to that, we are so nostalgic because we see actually aesthetic of any time, like 90s, 20s, I don't like, we can actually like write some New York and add aesthetic just to how bad our pictures. We can like write some England Castles aesthetic and we add that word aesthetic to everything. I don't know like if you do that, but I'm doing that all the time. And like I know that many girls and boys in Gen Z are doing that also. Like I love Pinterest, as I said. And so like I feel like Thanks to that aesthetic on Pinterest, we might be very nostalgic of some times as earlier 
of some eras of like the world and for instance i am so nostalgic of 90s in ukraine and i've never ever lived in 90s okay but i'm just nostalgic i'm so nostalgic for like you know 70s in italy and i've never ever been to italy even but i'm so nostalgic so like it might be our transition but only thanks to the fact of pinterest existence so we would love to actually experience that um so that's why we might be a little bit or not a little but nostalgic yeah let's move on I love Netflix for today is that they use social media in a unique way. It is so true because Gen Z use social media in a unique way, for sure. Um, I believe that Gen Z would pick social media as a second home. Because we feel so comfortable on social media. We are really huge oversharers on the media. We share everything. Like, tell our person, show our person, whatever. Because mostly, we want, we want to be relatable. We want to find people who do the same or feel the same way or whatever. And it's fine, okay? It's fine. But social media, it might be very detrimental or damaging for our mental health mostly. Social media, it is so fast. And you are so focused. I believe that Emma Timberlain said that you are fully focused on a TikTok. And because your eyes have to see that video, your ears have to hear it, and your fingers have to scroll on a screen, okay? And so, like, actually, we might forget how to live normally you know, with no TikTok or Instagram or whatever. Because social media is so addictive. And I believe that Gen Z's most and main addiction and that is social media because like we live in that, okay? We live with that our almost whole life. So like it is our sin for sure, but it's not a good. It's not a good thing because we might forget how to live as a human beings. And like with no content, and with no videos, with no TikTok, YouTube instagram pinterest and so on sometimes social media make us feel less because on social media everything looks impeccable perfect flawless like bodies are so good skin is so clear and clean um lifestyle is so rich and nice and we might feel less our life is not that perfect and the point is that their life isn't that perfect too, but we see only the perfection. We see only good side of like that lifestyle or, or, or that person's life. So like sometimes social media is so damaging for us. And we need time with no social media, no, no, no internet, time by time because like, we have to feel life as it is. And with those social media, we might forget how to do that properly. So, like, sometimes you have to say no to social media, like no TikTok, no, no Instagram, no whatever, for a day or a week or a month even. 
and reconnect with your inner world and your physical world and everything. You have to reconnect with your life sometimes because Gen Z are so addictive. Like, and I feel like Gen Z's main set in a world it is social media. We live there. We love to be there, but sometimes it isn't healthy. It isn't good for our mental and physical health and our life in general. So like, be actually focus on your life in the way you how to take control over your life and not over your tiktok for your page or instagram feed okay so that's it all right that's all i have for today i'm so lucky to have you here today to listen to me i feel so so privileged and honored i love you so much I'll see you on a next week and we'll talk a lot as usual. So like, I really hope you loved our Gen Z's episode. I, I love being part of Gen Z. I love Gen Z's had to listen to me. I love us. I love you. I love me. And Gen Z are literally the best. So hugs and kisses. That was my sis. Bye.